Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome back to the You Are Loved podcast. I am your host, Salida, and it's Friday. I used to say that on my other show. Um, I had a show that came on every, I think it was every Thursday, I mean every Tuesday and Friday, I can't remember. But I used to say, it's Friday. Wow. Got through another week. It's the first week of June. And it's already over, you guys. Already over. Well, the first five days of June. It's amazing how Monday started with the first. So everything should line up like it's supposed to. Because it started off with Monday being June 1st. So the seventh day which is Sunday, will literally be seventh day. Isn't that something? Wow. Okay, um, you guys know we're on the presentation um, uh, speaker uh, platform for right now. So last, yesterday, we did a late show, and we, t- we uh, presented um, Lisa Nichols. Um, probably going to do another Lisa Nichols, probably Monday or Tuesday, then we'll get back on our track. I'm, I missed a couple of days. Uh, I missed a day, that is. So I want to make sure I'm getting my five days in of information that you guys can use. So let's go ahead and, you know, I, I don't know if you are, um, but I know I am a very avid um, listener to um, Les Brown. And I'm I'm quite sure you guys are probably familiar with Les Brown. If not, um, I'm going to take you there. So, let's go ahead. Oops, sorry. I was about to do something crazy. Let's go ahead and see what Les Brown has to say. I know he's been coming out with some real good um, info for... Uh, last, uh, especially around this time right now. Um, so, uh, we're going to go ahead and let's see what he has to say. Um, I'm just trying to, um, find this one with some good stuff on it. Um, we're going to talk, okay, we're going to listen to, um, Les Brown, um, how to reinvent your your life, okay? At some time or another, I'm agonized over making a decision. Some decisions are major decisions. And also there are a lot of small decisions that we don't make. That they tax our minds, they drain our energy. They create a lot of anxiety and nervousness and mental torment because we don't take care of it we decide not to decide which is a decision deciding to decide to act is a major major challenge for all of us at different points in different areas of our lives and there are things that happen to us along the way experiences that we have that prevent us from working through the mental block of acting, of doing those things that we know we ought to do. 
And so what I want you to think about is what is there that you know you need to do, that you want to do this, but for some reason or another, you've been holding back. For some reason or another, you just have not been able to gather your nerves or be able to work through the procrastinating or putting it off or justifying or blaming. Some reason or another, you just haven't done it. And you know you ought to do this. You really want to do this, but you don't know why you haven't done it. Because in order to begin to reinvent your life, you've got to make a conscious, deliberate, determined effort that you really got to put all of yourself into it. It's very challenging to act, to do those things. There are times when you're looking at it and you say, I, I know I need to do this, but I don't feel like it. I don't want to do it. I know I need to do it, yet leave me alone. No, I don't want to do it. So what do we do? What are those things that, that cause us to do like that? I think that among the things that prevent us from acting is the fear of failure. And if you've already failed, you don't want to fail again. The pain of that, the disappointment, the fear of loss is another thing. Because many times when we do those things that we know we need to do, we feel that we might lose somebody that we love very much and care about. We don't want to hurt anybody. Many of us don't act because we want other people's approval. We want everybody to like us and to accept us. And that's not possible. Many of us don't do the things that we want to do and don't act because of lack of self-confidence. We don't believe enough in ourselves. So there are many reasons why we don't act. There are other things, though, that affect us. Is that not wanting to take personal responsibility. We want somebody else to do it. And we... Many times we pick up our inability to do certain things from people that we love, people that we admire. What I'm saying to you is that as you begin to look out on your life, this is challenging. This is not easy acting. So what are the things that we can begin to do to harness our will? Number one, you've got to bring it out and look at it. You've got to take the power out of it. You've got to expose it to the truth. And the truth is that it has no power over you. So write down something you want to act on, but for some reason that you've been holding back and look at it. The next thing is, ask yourself the question, is it helping you to continue to put it off? If it's an asset for you to continue to, to procrastinate, then continue to do that. But if it's a liability for you, if it's causing you some mental and some emotional challenges or perhaps a financial problem, look at that. Examine that for what it is. Next step, ask yourself, what's blocking you? What's preventing you from acting? Why don't you have the courage to handle that? Why won't you face that? What are you running away from? What kind of avoidance behavior are you engaged in? Next is, what is the worst thing that can happen when you take action? Next is, how will you feel after taking this action? I felt a sense of personal achievement when we look out on our lives. You ask the question, what are you going to do? Look at, as you think about this that you know you need to handle, what are you going to do? 
and then write down three strong reasons on why you know you must take action. And being explicit and descriptive in your reasons because your reasons have power. Your reasons will drive you. When you have doubt, when your faith becomes weak, your reasons will fortify your faith. When you have an inner conversation, say, no, don't do that. Your reasons will become your rod and your staff to comfort you, to take you through those challenging moments. So write down your reasons. And what you will find, that when you decide to act, when you decide to take life on, and let me warn you, it can be painful, it will be uncomfortable, and that's where the growth is. When you're uncomfortable, when you're stretching out, when you're taking life by the collar, you're going to get thrown to the ground again and again and again. But when you have determination, and you know that what you're doing is right, it gives you your life, it gives a special meaning and power to you, you will have some power from on high. You will discover some things about yourself that will begin to electrify your personality. You'll begin to discover some things about you that you don't know you've got. If you want something out of life, if you want to change yourself, if you want to acquire something, if there's some goal that you want to reach, that is really not easy as some people will make us feel. That living your dream, changing your behaviors, overcoming negative habits, it's challenging. It's hard. That living alone is just very difficult. And once we begin to come to grips with the fact that living is difficult, Life is very challenging. I heard a song once by a guy named Dipples called, If it ain't one thing, it's another. <laughs> I say to you, if it ain't one thing, it's 12 others. So how do we begin to nurture that hunger? What are the characteristics or the qualities of people that are hungry? What will it take for me to get some of the things that I want? And being hungry for those things. Number one, you've got to work on yourself. It's very important that you engage in an ongoing process to develop you. Spend more time on yourself than what you've been spending. It's very important. You owe that to yourself. I was reading a book by Og Mandino called The University of Success. Read one line. Gave me a chill. I didn't have to read anything else in the book. He said, many of us never realize our greatness because we become sidetracked by secondary activity. We spread ourselves too thin. Don't know how to say no. And we find ourselves doing all kinds of things and never ever have time to do those things that we need to do to work on ourselves. And then there goes a second, there goes another second, there goes another second, and we can't stop and hold time. And before you know it, you wake up one day and you're behind in your dreams and your bills. So decide that you're going to take some time to work on you, that you deserve that from yourself, that your life deserves some prime time because you are creating your own production. As Michael Todd would say, you are the star of your show, you are the director, you're writing the script. And you will determine whether your life is a smash office hit or flop. You determine that. Working on yourself, talking to yourself, that's so very important. Overcoming the negative conversation, that inner dialogue that's going on all the time, all the time. Even when you don't want it to be there. You can't stop yourself right now from thinking. You can't do it. It's going on. 
And so learning how to empower yourself, part of doing that is standing up to yourself. You've got to stand up inside yourself sometimes and say, shut up. You'll get scared sometimes. Your mind will go blank on you. Some people you will allow to unnerve you. And you wonder, what's wrong with me? I'm not crazy. That's why you've got to learn to make a conscious, deliberate, determined effort to stand up inside yourself. Working on yourself, watching that inner dialogue, it will determine the quality of your life. When you, when you have something you want to do, if you don't develop the courage to do that which has been given you to do, and you spend a lot of time going around trying to convince other people or trying to get their approval, what will happen is that you will lose your nerve and other people will convince you that what you're doing doesn't have any value and you'll give up on your dream. One idea can turn your life around. Deciding that you're going to focus to develop your skills. Most people never develop their talents. They have skills and abilities, but if you don't nurture them, if you don't develop them, they will never serve you. Your gifts can take you many places if you develop your gifts. Most of us don't like to do those things that come easy to us. I grant you that your gifts will take you places that will literally amaze you. I grant you that if you begin to work to develop your gifts, you'll develop a strong sense of happiness. You'll get a larger vision of yourself because part of beginning to get a larger vision of yourself, all of us need some area of our lives where we can have a feeling of competence. So you've got to work on it. When other folk are having a good time, you've got to have the, the strength of character to concentrate, to read, to digest information. If you decide any particular area that you're concerned about to make a conscious deliberate determined effort to read one book a month in that area in five years you'll be among the top five percent experts in the world decide that you're going to push yourself most people won't do that most people give up on themselves easily you know the human spirit is powerful there's nothing as powerful it's hard to kill the human spirit the power to hold on in spite of everything, the power to endure, this is the winner's quality. The hunger, the ability to face defeat again and again without giving up. This is a winner's quality. You have that quality within you. When you're hungry, you don't care about the facts. You don't care about the odds. There's greatness in you. And you've got to learn how to tune out the critics outside and the critic inside. And since I'm going to do this, I'm going to harness my will. And I'm not going to let anything stop me. I deserve this. I'm going to do it until. If you want something, you have got to be relentless. You've got to learn how to become resourceful. You've got to learn how to become creative. When crises strike in your life, and in the Chinese language, crisis means danger, but it also means opportunity. And this is an opportunity for you to grow. And you've got to be so relentless, regardless of what comes down the pike, that you're always looking for a way to get over, always looking for a way that you can break through, always looking for a way that you can win, always looking for a way that you can strike a telling blow. Do you have the courage? Or will you die a dreamer?
when you die on the verge and on the edge and in the land of coulda, woulda, and shoulda? Do you have the courage? I'm, I'm going to drop something on you. It takes courage to be successful. All right, you guys. Um, what I've noticed is this is a combination of videos. So let's go. Okay. Let's see if this one um, has, we're not going to play the whole thing, but we're going to play some of it. Let's see. Laxity or sagging Hold is up. the number one skincare concern among women. I apologize for that. Um, so let, let's see here. Let's go back here. Okay. Um, another one. Just give me a second here. But in the meantime, uh, Les Brown was really, 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 he hit me, um, uh, with some of the things he said. I don't know if it, it touched you, but it definitely touched me. Um, uh, okay. You know, <laughs> I'm like, okay, he's so right on point. He's right on point with what he said. I can't dispute that. All right, just a second here. We're going to get back to it. You've already given up. And maybe you just need a little fire, a little encouragement to get back in the game again. Here's what I want you to look at. There are winners. There are losers. And there are people who have not discovered how to win. And all they need is some coaching. All they need is some help and assistance, just a little support. All they need is some insight or a different strategy or plan of action to make some adjustments that will open up the key to a whole new future for them, that will give them access to the unlimited power that they have within themselves. That's all that they need. So what I want you to do is, is think about Something you want for you, that's real for you, that's important for you, that will give your life some special meaning and power. And I don't even want you to say, I can do that. I don't want you to assume that. See, five years ago, when I started out in this area, I would not have been able to make the mental leap that I would be up to where I am right now. I don't want you to begin to just psych yourself out. No, no. I want you to be able to say something to yourself that will enable you to maintain a level of integrity with yourself. That when you say this, even when you face tremendous setbacks, it, it will be a benchmark to keep you in the game, to keep you moving forward and experimenting and readjusting your strategy and your plan of action continuously, looking for ways to win. So what is that something? When you got an idea, you want to move on. You might not have the money. You might not have the education. You might not have the support or the resources you need. What is that something that can keep us going, that will enable us to act on our dream? What's one of those keys that will begin to help us to discover the secrets to our dream? Here's what I want you to repeat after me, please, with power and conviction. Say, it's possible. That's all I want you to do when you look at your dream. You say to yourself every day, it's possible. You say that every day to yourself, it's possible. Because what does that do? See, it begins to change your belief system. See, the way in which we operate, ladies and gentlemen, it's a manifestation of what we believe, what's possible for us. 
Whatever you've done up to this point, all that it really is, is a duplication, it's a reproduction of what you believe subconsciously that you deserve and what's possible for your life. Most people operate out of their personal history, out of their memory, things they've done, things they've experienced, things they've seen, things that they have observed. What I'm suggesting that you operate out of a larger vision of yourself. I want you to see yourself doing what you want to do, experiencing what you want to experience it, having what you want to have, doing what it is that gives your life some meaning and value. Operate out of your imagination, not your memory. Because whenever you look at where you want to go, I'm wanting to warn you, you will have some conversation back here after you go through the data that you've experienced in life saying you can't do it. And so what you want to begin to do is ignore that inner conversation. Well, most people, ladies and gentlemen, when something happens to them, what they do is they begin to believe that that's the way it is. That's the way it's always been. And they can't see the possibility of it being any different. Example, before April 1954, the common belief, the universal belief, because it had been tried again and again and again and people had failed, the belief was that man was not physically capable of breaking the four-minute barrier, that he could not run a mile in less than four minutes. That was the belief on the planet. It had never been done. But here's what happened, ladies and gentlemen. Roger Bannister came along, and he broke the four-minute barrier. Now, here's what's significant about that. Since that time, up to this day, over 20,000 people have done it, including high school kids. What changed? 20,000 people, what changed? Here's what happened when they got on the track. They knew it had been done. And because they knew it had been done, there was a new belief about this barrier, about this goal that was unreachable. And those 20,000 people got in a race believing, knowing in their heart that someone had done it, that it's possible that they could do it. And I'm saying that if you know anybody that had some goal, some dream, something they wanted to do, and they did it, then I'm saying that you know in your heart that if someone has done it, then you can do it. It's possible. And that if someone can make their dream become a reality, that it's, it's possible that you can make your dream become reality. And so as you begin to look at where you want to go, beginning to embrace that, it's possible. I'm blessed and highly favored. I've got a lot going for me. I've got some good stuff in me. And it's possible that I can bring my greatness out here in the universe. That I can do what I want to do. It's possible I can write my own book. I can have my own business. I, I can take the trip and travel around the world. It's possible. I can bounce back from adversity and reinvent my life. It's possible. Regardless of where I am, the things can get better for me. It's possible. I'm thinking about two men right here in Chicago who were fairly successful, similar background, educated. They worked for a corporation for many years, and they were among many people that were laid off. Two guys who were very good friends. One went out looking for a job for several weeks, along with the other one, and they faced disappointment. 
and rejection again and again and again. They couldn't find any work, which is the story of many people across this country. One guy stopped. He became discouraged. He stopped going. He stayed home looking at television, became very argumentative and toxic with his wife, drinking beer, getting on the phone, talking to his other negative unemployed friends. And he just gave up. The other guy kept looking for a job everywhere he could go, every time he could get an opportunity. Kept asking people, networking, checking the newspapers every day. Kept going everywhere he could, trying to find a job. You have too much education, you're overqualified, you won't be here long enough. He kept going, he kept going. He went to a place and said, look here, I tell you what, if you can't hire me, and I know you can use my talents, abilities, and skills, I don't want to sit home and do nothing. Just, just let me do some volunteer work. You don't have to give me anything, all right? I just want to work. I want to be busy. Guy said, okay, it's on you now, but don't, don't expect me to give you anything. It's okay. This guy came in and worked. He was the first one there. The last one to leave was the best employee there. About four weeks later, one of the top managers quit. They were looking for a replacement. Guess who they selected? This other guy. This guy who was volunteering his time, he got the job. What was the difference between the two men? Eyesight and mind sight. Eyesight is judging on what you see. Judging according to appearances. But mind sight is how you interpret what you see. One guy said, it's not possible, it's over, I'm finished. I can't do it. I can't make it. He surrendered. I'm facing rejection again and again. I'm not going anymore. There are no jobs out there. But this other guy, he felt that in spite of the no's and rejections, in spite of how bad the economy is, in spite of what the newspapers are saying, that it's possible that somebody somewhere will give me a job. He just kept going, thinking it was possible. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen? That's what we have to do with our dreams. Because things happen to you in life that you can never, ever anticipate. And many times when those things happen, you want to give up. I remember when I was in broadcasting, when I was a disc jockey, I became very controversial, not only being a disc jockey, but I felt that radio was something that you not only entertain people with, but you also empower them, you educate them. And I got fired. I didn't just leave, they fired me. That was a shock. I said, wait a minute, they took my microphone. I thought that was who I was. No, no, ladies and gentlemen, it wasn't. I had to do something else. And I didn't know what else I could do. See, here's what I'm looking at. What are the uses for your life right now that you haven't even reached for yet? See, I believe that when you don't have enough encouragement to act on your dreams or ideas or you're not enlightened enough, that life will act on you. See, life had moved on me and said, Les Brown, you have outgrown this. It's time for you to do something else. Well, I wasn't enlightened enough. I organized some disc jockeys and got my job back. All right. So that was uh, a version of Les Brown. Um, awesome, awesome, awesome. Like I said, he's always... Um, 
what he says is really common sense stuff. We don't pay attention to it, but it is. Um, and sometimes I go back and I listen to him because he kind of motivates me, re-motivates me to continue doing this. You guys, when you have um, um, emotional imbalances, let me say it to you like that, or mental imbalances, sometimes just getting up is a hard road. Um, and just trying to make sure you're being part of life in general can be very hard. Um, so what I, I want to say to you guys, um, keep get, getting up, keep making a difference, keep doing your business, keep feeling good about yourself, no matter what I'm telling myself this, as I tell you guys, this, um, this journey is long and what we want to do and how we want to be successful comes in different ways in different situations, but it can be done. Um, staying motivated mainly staying motivated can be so hard out there literally so hard um but we have to keep pushing we have to keep pushing we we have to take the things that are um um uh, that come and bump us or kick us or push us we have to take them as life's lessons but in the meantime we have to continue to love and keep continue doing the things that make us happy in the process of trying to make other people happy all right so, we shall continue this Monday. Um, thank you for listening in to You Are Loved. We love you here. We want to see you guys happy and refreshed and ready to move again for another harrowing week. Okay? Um, and we'll be coming back. Um, let's see. We'll be coming back next week with one more. I'll, yeah, I'll do one more. Um, and then we'll move on to something different and we'll spend a week on that thing. Okay. Um, again, you guys check out our website, youareloved.com. No, I'm sorry. Excuse me. I apologize for that. <laughs> you can't clip my wings.com and you can go over there on our Facebook page and, uh, like, and subscribe. Uh, and if you want to leave a comment, you want to inbox me for anything, please feel free to do it over there. If not, you can go to info at you can't clip my wings and we can discuss on there too. Okay. So you guys, I want you to have a wonderful weekend. Have a safe weekend. Stay healthy if you can. If you think that you're going to get sick, please get the help you need. Um, this week has been an eventful week. A lot of things have taken place this week. Um, some rude awakenings, some changes, some things that we need to think about um, has um, cropped in and changed our week completely. So I want you guys to think about that. And um, don't be silent about how you feel about your rights and others, okay? I will say that. Don't be silent. Open your mouth. Speak out. There is no more normal, Okay? This is a new normal. We need to be expressing ourselves. We need to stop thinking like Les Brown, what other people think about us, because we have to worry about what we think about ourselves first and foremost. All right. So you guys have a great week in, and I am about to shoot out here, get some stuff done, work some more to get this workbook and the journal out the way so that you guys can have some good things. Like I said, In Search of You will be coming, okay? 
All right, you guys. Bye-bye. Remember, you are loved. But, oh, before we go, please, you guys, go and like and share our Facebook page. You can't clip my wings. Okay? Um, go to that website. I mean, excuse me, go to our Facebook page and um, do that for me, please. Like and share, like and share. <laughs>